1: This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the National Council of Zane Australia, also said America, also World America, also Andrew Polia. This is episode three of Zane Australia's Reign of Peace. (laughs) We'll be calling it something different in the the forthcoming (laughs) episodes, I'm sure. And prosperity, here with my colleagues, or some would say employees, from across the seas. One who wears a beard like an excuse to be evil, and the other who wears a beard because he doesn't want to shave. Okay, that was really easy. Um, I'm the
0: shave one, Andrew's the evil one. Yeah. Right, sure. Is that kind of feels correct? <laughs> no, I, that's fine. I feel like your life's more put together than mine. In the sense that you, <laughs> you shave when you when you choose to, and you choose to shave.
2: Actually, I shave when I you know get sick of seeing all the gray. Oh, when it becomes that disgusting. Maybe
0: I am the evil one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you so. are the
2: baddie. <laughs> um, I'm
0: Sebastian, and I'm not responsible for any of the things that happened in this episode or the two prior, <laughs> and that's okay because sometimes in life. It's Zane's fault.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Andrew Shostler, most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great Confederacy of Andropolia, is what I would normally say. Mm. But I am newly bound to report only true news, not fake news. So I can't say any of them.
1: Subservient to me (laughs) and my alien friends, for you see, this is the third season of A New World Order where we each run a virtual nation on the nation simulator, nationstates.net, dealing with issues that it presents to us while trying to stay true to our own political leanings. But this is the third season, and in the third season we are plagued aliens, (laughs) by aliens. <laughs> and some of us have had foresight to make a deal with said aliens. And those aliens have said, yes Australia, we like the cut of your jib. Please take control over the world. <laughs> make decisions for everyone. For you are truly a world leader.
0: But unfortunately, it turned out the aliens were playing the long game orchestrated by <laughs> yours truly, Sebastian, and they're just waiting on the right moment to turn on and then, Independence Day style, obliterate <laughs> scenes, uh version of the White House.
2: Anything um, anything I mean, can happen in the next twenty-two episodes. Yeah. We just we just have
1: to wait and see if those D twenties come back and Zane gets to use his superpower no. again. Next
0: next time we have a we, we pick what the bottle do is I'll have a big cork board with a series of balloons on them <laughs> and we will throw darts one at a time at the balloons, they will pop and reveal the nation.
1: Nice. So yes, the aliens have given Zane control over all three nations this particular five-episode arc. So let's get down to business, shall we? I want to hear what's happening in Andropolia.
2: In Andropolia, it's a fascinating, fascinating set of circumstances. How to print money. An independent study recently estimated that up to 10% of all physical money in circulation is counterfeit. <gasps> the Treasury Department are well, What great- percent? 10%. That's a lot. Uh, those are some low numbers, man. You're going to get <laughs> them off. <laughs> well, one could argue that government money is entirely counterfeit. Well, we'll just have to, that's to wait not, and see. that's not the show today. <laughs> <laughs> the Treasury Department are greatly worried, both that counterfeits are still at large and that Amples could be being severely devalued over time. There are... Five options. So let me get a shufti on. Mm. The fake bills just keep coming and coming, exclaims Grace McGuffin, your excitable Chancellor of the Treasury, pouring out a suitcase of the counterfeit notes onto your desk. If we want to stop this, I'll need a special task force under my direct control and a free hand to act decisively. With that, I guarantee we'll stamp out all forms of counterfeiting within a month. Or maybe two. Or however long it takes. (laughs) Bold. There we go. Secret police. Mm. There's it was that only door. a
1: matter of time until Andrew are adopted a secret <laughs> police. <laughs> no,
2: that's not a door <laughs> that I want to open. Number two, an easier solution would be to implant small RFID microchips into our notes and coins, proposes Llewellyn Stark, your Minister of Gadgets, demonstrating a prototype to you. This would ensure that all genuine money could be immediately verified by handheld scanners. As an extra benefit... It'd be a lot easier to track the movement of cash if we needed to. (laughs) (laughs) Government Um. surveillance.
1: Who has how much money when?
2: (laughs) That is uh, also perverted and disgusting. Not as bad as secret police because people die, Mm. but it affects people just as bad.
1: Well, that Um, way you just give your regular police the option
2: to track people's money. That's exactly right, which is also detestable. Number three, let's hope these get better. All that glitters is gold. And really, that's what—that's <laughs> that's all we'll need to know," mumbles Sabina Bronte, a gold magnate. Wouldn't it be much simpler if one ample coin was actually worth one ample? If you used gold coins instead, not only would the coins have intrinsic value, but counterfeiting would become profitless and thus non-existent. Almost as if you couldn't strike, you know, a lesser metal with the same. Or plate, or, 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 or plated. Plate that's exactly right. gold, I mean that wouldn't solve the counterfeiting problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are good reasons to have precious metals as money. There are also bad reasons. Bad reasons to have precious metals as as money. Um, I'm hoping that one of these options is just to do away with national currency, but I don't think that's the way. How many it's options going are to there? Go. There are two remaining. Oh, now off. as an yeah. interesting note, uh, the U.S. dollar. In its original uh, incarnation, it was defined as being one twentieth of an ounce of gold. Yes. that's what a dollar was. Uh, and it was in the nineteen uh, thirties, in the Great Depression, that that first became devalued. It became devalued down to um, uh, an ounce of gold, uh, a twentieth of an ounce of gold being worth um, sorry, an ounce of gold being worth thirty three dollars, thirty five dollars, and yep, it would fluctuate yep. around there instead of being twenty dollars. And then after the uh goodbye uh, gold standard nixon um yeah. uh, demonetizing of uh, of of gold it went crazy and continues to today there's no tie to to money and, and and the value of gold
1: i mean money is just a just a concept no
2: much like it's not much like personhood <laughs> or freedom no money's <laughs> a very real thing. It's 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 a language. It's a language of value.
1: Freedom is fake. (laughs) Stop (laughs) it.
2: (laughs) What a boring utilitarian solution, yawns Amanda Haskell, an uppity artist, who's currently painting a mural on your ceiling. The correct way should be to issue new notes and coins and adorn them with elegant and intricate patterns. Not only will they be hard to copy, but they'll look fabulous as well. Only then will it be difficult for criminals to make a mould.
1: Okay, 18th century person. Yeah, it's, it's it's just saying,
2: okay, make it more difficult. Make it more expensive to counterfeit. Again, it doesn't eliminate the problem yeah. because people will find cheaper ways of doing it. I mean, if things. there's
1: profit to be had, people will find the profit.
2: Exactly right. And the last, number five. What's so wrong with individuals making money? Question's a dodgy-looking stranger with ink stains on her hands. If the government can print money, then why can't private citizens? It'd stimulate the economy. Mm-mm. I reckon... <laughs> By creating cash flow and hyperinflating the currency, or something like that. Hyperinflation is something good, right? Isn't that what free market economic means? Yeah, you want more
1: inflation, mm. and like hyper is even better than super. Mm. So
2: it must be good, right? Yeah, hyperman. <laughs> uh, no,
1: can I weigh in for a no, no, second? No, 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 I'm not seriously <laughs> saying that. One. Can I
0: weigh in for a second, please? If you take everything she said as fact, that is the best option.
2: We have to... <laughs> <laughs> don't, I, uh, if we took everything that nation states said as fact... <laughs> so, uh, summarising all of those options, number five is just to not police the counterfeiting at all, Yeah, which actually happens in Somalia. <laughs> a great example to live by. No, no, no. The The interesting thing about the Somalian example is that they haven't had um, a national government for a few mm. decades, and... Uh, tribal leaders end up running the affairs, and they kind of get together and make decisions. But uh, nothing really happens at at a national level. The currency, however, the um, the Somalian shilling, I I have I th- no I think idea. It is. Um, The wonderful thing about that is that it's found its own value. It went into hyperinflation as they were as they were printed, but the notes that that were being printed ended up sort of being standardized yeah. uh, at the thousand shilling. Uh, note or something like that. And it turns out that its value has settled at about 2 US cents, which, interestingly, is the cost just slightly, slightly larger than the cost of printing <laughs> a thousand shilling note. Isn't that wonderful? So... It found its value.
1: What you're saying is option number five is the right <laughs> option.
2: Option number five will cause widespread devastation in the short term. But, but,
1: similar to <laughs> abolishing the government,
2: widespread
1: <laughs> devastation in the short term, but in the long term, things will find their value. That's exactly right. Andrew.
2: And it is... <laughs> I pose this to you. I
1: feel, I feel like this is the Andrew option. All right. Now, I, I hear what you're
0: saying. But what, what, what do you want first? <laughs> do you want that one or something different?
2: No, I don't want any okay, national perfect. currency at all. And the five, options you're given. No, no. And again... Yeah. this is kind of serious. I, I I was going to get back to it in a long way, but we're here now yeah I was actually going to propose that that be that that be adopted of just to let it go to find its own to find its own I value mean, yeah the like, defense rests
1: no I mean <laughs> the 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 okay. option is the RFID chip
2: of yeah of yeah. the other options number one is to establish a secret police which will initially have the mandate to police counterfeiting, I'm sure other things Which,
1: yeah, but but to be fair, like Andro never been one hundred percent against policing laws that are being broken. So I think that that's less on andropoli oh, no, than an RFID trip. Absolutely you RFID should
2: trip. police the laws. Yeah. You should have less laws. Yes. Also. Uh so number one is to establish a secret police. That's not a direction that Android wants to wants to go in. Number two is to impose uh, economic surveillance, all under the guise of yeah. doing it safely, but uh, um, but we all know what, what will happen there, and people will be, you know, evaluated I on mean, on their. That's on their the thing. Like
1: it, it's just another method of tracking. Like we already have digital transactions most of the time. R- putting putting that in cash as well, it really is just like giving up any any. Chance of anonymity from the government. That's
2: right, and 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 people who, people who sincerely believe that, uh, surveilling people will will stop crime, um, are naive to think that criminals won't just start using something that isn't yeah. subject to surveillance, I mean, or, or at least yeah, the, the minimum start, amount of surveillance. Yeah, they'll start um, just
1: trading in, drugs or guns. That, that's all yeah. that will happen.
2: That's exactly right. So it's not actually going to. It's it's going to create more problems that are going to be worse than the counterfeiting mm. uh, is at the moment. Number three is to propose um, uh, a return to precious metals as a, as as a base of currency, saying that that somehow will make counterfeiting more difficult. No,
1: it will. It's just kind of return to gold standard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mmm, you.
0: (laughs) Remember when he made me return to gold standard? I said, no, No, mate, this isn't the time of suggestions. We had a a dialogue. I had an economic issue come up and I said, well, Andrew talks a lot about money. Surely he has some good insights and then he fucked my economy with his gold standard bullshit.
2: No, your economy was fucked. No, it wasn't. It wasn't.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yes. Don't worry, Zane Australia will fix everything.
0: No, it's fine now because I had 60 episodes of undoing that one bad choice. But <laughs> now, look, which, what do you, which th- of these options do you want before you a before ruling is made? I'm just number, curious.
2: Number three is fine. If I was in charge of the treasury and of the mint, I would, I would be saying whatever, whatever goes out there, whatever value you have printed on it, it should have that value, Right. And in an effort to stabilise currency, I would use something real like uh, the precious metals. So that's not that's not an absurd option. It's just not going to address counterfeiting in the way that it's it's expected to. Yeah. Uh, And number four is to uh, just issue new notes that are more elaborate. Um, you know made of plastic made of something difficult to made uh, of
0: ivory to replicate very hard to manufacture ivory well
2: no I mean again making ivory coins would be making them out of something you know real something yeah. limited yeah if you're just printing notes out of out of uh, paper or on plastic or whatever it happens to be that's not limiting in. In any, in any way. You've
0: heard it here first. Andrew wants the Australian coins to be changed to the actual rock that makes up Uluru. We will chip <laughs> it away and make sandstone um, coins. Here we go. But they're only acceptable if they're from Uluru.
2: Now we're talking. Okay, but... Um, they're valued how, higher how because, you... of
0: the, because of all the people whose dreams <laughs> you're crushing by doing this.
2: And number five is to stop policing counterfeiting. In fact, to... Encourage it, almost. Not officially, but in practice, to yeah. not have a national currency at all. So which one of those do you want? Because
0: I want to have a chat with you before, you, before it is selected officially.
2: <laughs> of those, I'm actually in favour of number five. Not because I don't think it will, it will cause problems, but because it moves in the direction that, you know, Endropoli does. And that's yet another thing that the government doesn't have control over. I know I have no sway here, Zane. <laughs> I get oh, that. Oh,
1: do you know that? Um, Perhaps today I'm going to take a suggestion from any bypass <laughs> on the street. Oh, I mean... Oh, sir, come That's the- oh, sir, please bring your mangy dog over here. I have a question, you. Um, what do you think nations should do with their money?
0: I'm all for the idea, and Andrew, I hope I'm wrong when I say this, but I'm all for the idea of Andrew being hung by his own rope here. (laughs) So I implore you just to let him select option five.
1: If I wanted the Andropolean option, I think option number five is the Andropolean option, closely followed by option number three, which is the gold standard.
2: And while money is the the sort of medium of, of exchange of things, it is not the entirety of the nation's wealth. No. Right? So if you have property and you have a currency that's hyperinflating... All that's going to happen to the property is that its value in terms of this money is going to change but you'll still have the property so wealth largely will be preserved or unaffected and you can always what by what medium you use to to exchange in
0: and you can always for example with the property one if you wanted to sell your property, you could also, you don't have to exchange it for a currency. You could also, yeah, sure. I'll give you my property for your two properties over here or for literally these barrels of oil, who who cares? But like I'm saying, you could always exchange for goods rather than funds.
2: That's right. It doesn't prevent any of that from happening.
0: Zane, I reckon this is a slam dunk.
2: Unanimous
1: vote option. Number one. What? No, number five. I was like, (laughs) like, which one was
2: one again? I was so-
1: Secret police.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would have been funnier. (laughs) Thank thank goodness I have the check option. Uh, So it it sort of asks, are you sure you want to do that? Because, I mean, I'd be spending veto points, but... Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, option
2: number five. Let's see what happens. The barter economy has taken over as the ample has become worthless. The Andropolean economy has fallen from very strong to good. The Andropolis Sentinel reports... That's
1: two categories.
2: Uh, from Oh, yeah, it jumps yeah. straight from strong to, to good. The Entropoli Sentinel, yes, but now people are, f-
1: you know... Yeah, they're doing whatever.
2: <laughs> without a national currency... Yeah,
1: they're they're bartering without, the bread.
2: Without a national currency, if there is a demand for a currency... Oh, yes,
1: take my TV, I need to feed my children. <laughs> Take my TV. I know there's no na- there's no broadcasters <laughs> anymore. You can take, no, 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 the world isn't functioning from within it. Sell it to someone in St. Australia.
2: <laughs> aristocrats welcome rising income inequality. Aristocrat, you have aristocrats. Of course, I have aristocrats. When did you get aristocrats? I have an incredible divide between the rich and the poor because True. the rich work hard.
1: Mm, very. Very hard. Civil rights
2: activists now are getting somewhere. <laughs> Foreigners confused by Andropolian customs, tourist operator says, and two stabbed in parking dispute. Uh, very interesting. I have a new postcard. Ooh. It is titled Stand Alone. <gasps> Eschew the military. Oh, maybe you can't pay them anymore. Or the currency is so worthless they don't want to work anymore. Great. Great. I didn't want a military. It's fine. I'll nuke people myself. Interestingly, <laughs> taxation is up 54%. Oof. Up to seven and three quarters of a percent. Uh, wealth caps are up 21%. Weaponization up 18 Crime is up 17%, up to 23 crimes per hour. Charmlessness up 9%. Ad- ideological radicality up to, uh, or oh, up by 8%. Uh, and the death rate up 7.5%. Now, this wasn't unexpected, and Andropolia is no stranger to violent, literally violent upsets.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, weaponization. Did it affect your lifespan at all? Uh, let's see how that's... Because I know that's that that's the sore point with, with Andropolia. Lifespan
2: is down. <laughs> On the downtrends. <laughs> Tourism down 5%, authoritarianism down 6 Environmental beauty down 85 Human development index down 16%, Eww. as is pacifism. E- Manufacturing e- is down e- 17 e- Average income of the rich is down 18 Lifespan down 19%. Average income of the rich? Sorry,
0: excuse me. Yep. Lifespan down 19%, 19. 19.
2: 19%? Yes, average lifespan <laughs> is down to 43.6%. Oh.
1: <laughs> <Yes.
2: laughs> when I said I want... That's Andrew to- medieval! That's pretty awful.
0: When I said I wanted Andrew to hang himself by his own rope, I didn't mean I literally. I want all of his people to go out into the streets at the age of forty and hang themselves. Not what I meant.
2: Average disposable. To
1: be fair, some of them are younger. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
2: Average disposable income. Average disposable income is down 25%. Government size down 26%. Okay
1: that's, okay, that's, I Safe, guess. Safety
2: is down 43 unfortunately, and business subsidization down 77%. Now, I was saying before, Andropolia is no stranger to violent upsets in the status quo. True. And so far, the results have always ended up. You know, being more positive than they were damaging. Mm. So we're going to have to s- let this one play out and see how it goes. Only up from that. here, mate. <laughs> Fingers crossed for that lifespan,
1: because that's
2: rough. Yeah, that is rough. That's,
1: that's that is rough. Zane's only got a few years to live, rough. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay, said so America, what have you got for Zane Australia?
0: So my issue was is called Lost in Translation. So I assume it's heavily a Bill like a Bill Murray issue. Okay, Bill Murray. Cool. A young foreign exchange student was arrested in her language course a couple of days ago when she accidentally said, my friends and I are game for a shooting. We just need to figure out how to signal. Instead of my friends and I want to make a shooter game, we just need to learn how to code. She was able to threat and is now facing deportation. Mm-hmm. Option one of three. All short answers to. She is already failing my class, says the girl's instructor. Why should they stay if she can't communicate effectively? We ought to give everyone who enters the country a test that proves they can communicate with us. If they can't get every question correct, then they should be forced to leave. Oh, okay, so we're in Australia. Mm -hmm. I don't think Australia is 100% correct on the citizenship (laughs) test. No, it's just a citizenship test too, isn't it, Australia? It's not to enroll as a student. No. It's just for enrolling Um, for citizenship, yeah. Yes, yeah. Still, it's the dickhead version of that. So that's option one. Mm -hmm. Option two. The girl, now able to explain herself with the help of a police-appointed interpreter, says, I apologize if I frightened anyone as it was not my intention. I only wanted to share my interest in video games instead of repeating simple sentences about apples and cats. This never would have happened in in the first place if your language wasn't so confusing. Why not simplify it? cut down the amount of words that's easier for everyone to learn. Wow. Two unreasonable answers so far. (laughs) Can't wait for number three to swap in. That's
2: not unreasonable.
0: To change the entire language to make it easier for outsiders to come in.
2: Yeah. And after you just rolled out a big dictionary program in schools.
1: (laughs) I
0: really hope number three is
2: good because I don't think it is.
1: (laughs) Let's just cut out all the French words and every word derived from French. Stick with only English words.
2: Well, there you go. There's a third of the language. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah. it's a third, maybe like two <laughs> thirds.
0: What I find interesting as well, um, considering which you we, we raise the issue of taking out the French words from the English dictionary, blah 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 blah. Italian is surprisingly simple, considering that it's also Latin roots, and you'll have a lot of crossover, obviously, between French mm-hmm. and Spanish. There, um, at least from an alphabetical standpoint, in that letters tend to just make. plushcare.com slash weight loss the one sound regardless of where they're placed yeah. um, like C will always make the same sound for example K will always make a well I mean K always makes a for us as well um, they're very restrictive in their use when it comes to that but it still is a lot closer in French than what English is yet it doesn't have the same pitfalls of taking the, the letters with dual sounds to them so, I mean, you can see languages with the same root that are more simple than English, just as English was not. <laughs> they were less right, picky. Right. Um, sorry, yeah. Option three. But then uh, oh, sorry. you
2: have to understand that languages have have a history mm. and spelling of words is 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 not necessarily tied to their pronunciation. In fact, the pronunciation can change very radically over, over a short time whereas the spelling once it's sort of codified and, and out there will take a much longer will be much more resistant to change yeah
1: and spelling only ever since the printing press like yeah. before oh, that yeah. like it was it was phonetic. B- bit of a wild west yeah, yeah,
2: yeah final
0: option Please be good. (laughs) I had an issue about rock and roll in this and I blindly chose this one. So I'm hoping this is gonna backfire. The real issue we should be talking about is the ham fisted way this was handled by law enforcement. Says the officer who was called to apprehend the girl. I knew she wasn't a threat, but I had orders. Individual police officers to be given more autonomy to decide how we do our jobs. Where did that one come from? <laughs> Love
1: it, though. That's my vote. Really? <laughs> you you want to give cops more say over how they deal with situations? I want to give police
0: more opportunities to question orders that they don't agree with.
1: Also, use violence when necessary.
2: Um,
0: Sure, when necessary.
2: Yeah, but now they get to decide. <laughs> yeah, when it's and necessary. they're the
0: ones that are in the situation. I know I... I, I Every, no, no, there I'm, should be checks and balances everywhere, but it's easier for somebody that's in a situation to know what they should be doing rather than somebody radioing them from you know, 500 kilometers away, bad example. But you know, telling them what they yeah. should do. There's procedure, it's prac versus theory. Now The person in the job doing it's going to have more insight than the person that has a manual, not in the situation that dictate it.
1: Now, Seb, you have that, which will definitely increase your authoritarianism. Yes, correct. Weaponization, etc. Things that you particularly <laughs> don't like, I Don't know. like, yeah. Or I, I think citizenship
0: <laughs> test people with a hundred percent needed to pass. No, 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 no. In.
1: I think the Sub American option is change the language so that the official language is simpler. Then people can still talk whatever they want. You'll just have old Sub American and high Sub American, which is the the of the official language. It's like it's like you're just adopting Esperanto. I think that that's the American option. If you want to go with the police, I'll go with the police. But I think that'll take you in a way against where you've been going.
0: And honestly, you've made a very good argument. I, I definitely want to rule out number one. Number one of especially because it's a hundred percent success rate on the test needed to pass is ridiculous. Even if it was why, f- so foreigners if- aren't incapable of because study- half the native English speaking people I know can't pick which there they're meant to be using and they would be kicked out.
1: Also, scoring 100% really is contingent on how difficult the exam is to begin with. If it's an easy exam, if it's just maybe like a fourth grade level understanding of English then it's probably not going to be too difficult. It's very for-
2: interesting. Maybe the whole test is designed to evaluate who knows English to some sort of reasonable level or not instead of an actual intellectual test. Huh, that's, yeah. that's interesting, Zane. <laughs> I'm happy with people
0: coming that don't speak English. Why? It's going to be a disadvantage to them and yeah, they know that coming in and that's a choice they're making and they're allowed to make that choice. But
2: you also have a welfare program. So if you're letting them in to the country know. knowing that it's going to be difficult. What?
1: <laughs> you're going to have to pay
2: for them. That's fine. I love <laughs> paying mean, for people. You're
1: going to
0: have to give them money. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Here's an interpreter and just 10 bucks I found. <laughs> Buy yourself a sandwich.
2: Yeah, that's fine, but yeah. then they're just going to keep coming back and saying, well, that's the sandwich guy. That's can the I've sandwich I've, guy. You can have more could, sandwiches, yeah. Can I have 10 more bucks for another sandwich? Absolutely. I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah, I
0: don't want you going hungry. <laughs> so America's I, got you. And, and, and my business? interpreter
2: and my interpreter needs a sandwich too. Of course I, he does. I can't get the sandwich. So... Here's that's, ten bucks that's, for a sandwich and we're gonna raise
0: your wages because obviously you're not being compensated fairly for your job.
2: <laughs> all right. Because okay, you're going so, hungry. Yeah, so you can't afford a sandwich. Six sandwiches a day? Okay, I'm going option number this, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> like I'm being scared of paying people things.
1: No, I'm not. I know, <laughs> but I mean like come on, like, that's what I want. <laughs> oh, this is oh.
0: I, I couldn't have won this one.
1: No, they were all pretty terrible
2: options. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, people are bored of easy crossword puzzles but more importantly my civil rights went down from superb to excellent and that was the option that was most inclusive yeah. they would have gone down in any of those yeah. options so literally any of them would have yeah
1: yeah it's Australia really accepts <laughs> no responsibility but- <laughs> no I'm not blaming you for that
0: one because the cop one would have done that yeah. and the one about banning people that don't speak you know perfect English would have also done that so yeah thanks nation states um, helping less fortunate a national duty citizens agree Retail industry reports surging sales. Have a gambling problem? Odds are you don't. Ah. <laughs> and new phone is freaking unbelievable. This one almost connects to the internet. Um, <laughs> what ga- internet? Yeah, exactly. Uh, gambling and ignorance up eleven percent. Social conservatism up nine percent. Black market up eight. Crime up five. Primitiveness up five as well. Authoritarianism up four percent. I guess because we we effectively changed the law or we dictated the language change so yeah Mm -hmm. Um, minute pad is off weaponization up 3% damn foreigners bringing in their weapons Um, book publishing down 16%
1: maybe it could be damn sub-Americans buying weapons because they don't like foreigners
0: um no, <laughs> yeah. So book publishing down sixteen, uh, ideological radicality down ten, scientific advancement down nine, public education down seven, intelligence down six. It's just maybe everyone just got really stupid. Yep, yep. And then it, it patters off again. Safety went down because nobody can read the fucking sign that says don't stand there. Um, all in all, not not a great one. Um, literally nothing good went up, and nothing nothing good and nothing bad went down. And my civil rights went down, like. I don't disagree with your choosing ah, it, but nothing It truly nothing is happened. an
1: age of peace and prosperity for the world. Zane Australia has an option. <clears throat> tie fighters. The national <laughs> election is over and election officials are painstakingly counting every vote. Don't worry, I oh, got in. Okay. The results are expected to be close and one electoral district, Peacock Valley, has already seen a tie. The incumbent, Cabinet Minister Jennifer Nike, and her challenger, Violet uh-huh. Utopia each amassed exactly the same number of votes. The candidates have already begun fighting, both with each other and with election officials at the Electoral Commission of Zane Australia, prompting the first major debate of the new political session. Three options. Option number one. Leader as the incumbent for Peacock Valley, I believe I have the right to represent it again, demands Mrs. Nike after arguing with a nearby election official over whether an X or a check mark constitutes a spoiled ballot. Mm. Precedents should always be given to maintaining the status quo and officials should not be deposed or replaced except by a two-thirds majority. (laughs) That'll give us some political stability and give you and me a chance to get things done.
2: Okay. But again, that's just sitting... kind
1: of the... Yeah, Mm, I don't like that.
2: I mean, what's the only difference between setting a two thirds majority versus a simple majority is okay, now you're just making it more difficult to, more difficult for the incumbent to be ousted, but also more difficult for a new guy to to get elected. To get elected. So all you're doing is shifting around the. Yeah. Why Uh, not leave it at the simple majority? I feel it should
1: always be a simple majority and. I think we should definitely not favour incumbents. The, incumbents are already favoured by public opinion. They've oh. had a chance to display who they are and, and if they are effective in the least, then they already, people they have, uh, people know who they are and they're more likely to go for a person that they know.
2: Unless you have a media
1: that's biased against incumbents. Unless that. But ideally, in a perfect world, which then Australia is quickly approaching, <laughs> uh, that won't happen. Option number two. Lena, I demand a revote, exclaims an increasingly paranoid Violet as she meticulously reviews paragraph 40, subsection 2 of the election code, which deals with revotes. We all know how corrupt this government is. I swear your goons have been stalking me. We need to hold a new election for the district. If the results are within 10% of a the draw, then we'll keep on holding revotes until I <laughs> or someone wins.
2: Well, how does that make any sense? We've had this issue before, didn't you know. I think so I think some is America maybe I think so. We do a lot of things and then I remember you exercised that one, and it was just this perpetual cycle of elections because there was never anywhere close to did I go constant elections
0: or was that are we thinking about when i
1: there have been a, a few election ones. I know I've done yeah. election ones before this, and it's not this exact one.
0: Because I did the one where we have like 400 MPs rather yes. than a single prime minister. Um, oh, I think I also did yeah, constant re-elections as well. Um, and you guys, I was like, it's the most democratic. We're like, we agree, but also it's the slowest thing because they can call done. snap elections yeah. at any mm. point, really.
2: Yeah. Oh no, but that one where you have to, you know, be outside of this 10 percent margin. Uh, of of, of yeah. a tie I mean again that, that means moves you can, it away from a simple majority that, that means you can never have a close
0: race I can't remember what the criteria on my, my calls for the snap election was though Yeah, it was a while ago
1: option number three as always leader I have the perfect solution oh. declares my gambling addicted brother who makes life decisions by
2: the roll of a dice <laughs> Sebastian yeah. we all know about that
0: <laughs> I rolled we exactly all <laughs> the number I needed to roll
2: yeah so did I Seb yep and yet neither of us got what we wanted. Okay, can I, (laughs) let's
0: (laughs) I argued against Zane getting full control because we never agreed to it. And you were like, nah, it'll be fine. I personally blame you, Andrew. I didn't say it'd (laughs) be fine. I didn't say it'd be fine. You didn't fight it. I was the only one fighting it. I but thought it was I had fair. all the
1: power in yeah. the world. So what you say doesn't really matter unless I say that it does. Are you happy,
2: Andrew? You can't <laughs> introduce a dice rolling system. <laughs> and not reward the change clear winner. It, change it to a D20. <laughs> we all know a rolling a 20 is a critical hit that comes with massive bonuses. It would be dishonest to not assign awesome power with a 20 critical hit roll. Well I said, was- Andropolia. <laughs> I
1: award you one veto point. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works either. Um, the- I was
2: simply following the law of dice rolling. You know what? We're I, or- neither, I know the, neither chose the dice nor chose the dice. 20, that is entirely on your head. I was merely following this unwritten law that if you introduce a die 20, you must shoot the gun. World America is going to look back on the
0: day that its scientists invented the D20 to how some scientists look back on the Manhattan Project. (laughs) What have we done? Okay,
1: so my addict brother likes to make decisions by rolling the dice. Let's see what could possibly go wrong. Why not have tie words determined by a coin toss? It's simple, fun, and doesn't show any favoritism. We could bet on the outcomes and even apply the same principle to legislature. It then takes my prized antique, ancient <laughs> golden <laughs> maxtopian coin, and flips it. 50 frugals on tails.
2: Mm. Yeah, it doesn't show any favoritism. It also doesn't really instill confidence in the yeah. system once you start flipping coins. I mean, um,
0: you look at the past bunch of Australian elections, and most, I mean, a majority of like the last six, I think we went through, we're almost 50-50 splits by the end of it. We had a lot of hung parliaments recently that ended up coming down to just, you know, which which, uh, which slimy piece of garbage would side with the, uh, the Liberals or not. You're welcome. Um, yeah. It's, um, well, Are unfortunately, you saying
1: you sided with the Liberals?
0: No, because I call them slimy garbage
1: people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. why, would I, why would I call myself that? I voted for Kodos. <laughs> um Yeah. It's just as fair as what we've been going through realistically. It doesn't really matter. They're all shit. Flip the coin. Go for that one. They're all garbage.
2: They're still people and they're responding exactly to the incentives that they have. And if there's a big honeypot of authority and and, and money dispensing power, uh, of course people are going to be attracted to that.
1: I think the only only moral way here is if there is an exact tie and there's no clear victory, to have a revote. I think that's the only way to do it. But Um,
2: but no, people have already cast their votes. It's essentially saying, you were wrong, try again. And that's not, no, no, no. The the vote has come in, people have voted. So are you Um, advocating for the coin toss? I'm saying if there's a 50 50 split, re election, split the seat.
0: Oh, I would just say both candidates are expelled. Start again. not
1: Not an option. I don't have that as an option. No, I understand it's not an option. The, so uh, I just have three options, Andy. That's not one of them.
0: Zane, can I get a recap just of number one and two? If I
1: revoke your veto point. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he can do that either. Um, <laughs> it, you're exactly where you were to begin with because nothing has changed.
2: Number one is to impose a two-thirds majority.
1: Yep. And favor the incumbent with a tie. Okay, okay. number two. Number two is if there's a tie within a 10% margin of error, re-election or re-vote. Yep. And number yep. three is coin flip? Number three is coin
2: flip. Number two. No, re-voting is, is stupid. I would. You, uh, can't, you can't insist that people vote on a candidate and then when you get the results you say mm, try again.
1: So are you saying coin flip?
2: No, I'm saying impose the two-thirds majority even though that's not a good way to do it but favouring the incumbent when it comes to exactly a split somebody has to take that seat you the, the, the people have to be re- represented by somebody. Mm, if I can, can I talk you if, out of this if there hasn't been enough of a call to oust the incumbent, then they're already there I will There's accept not going to be any.
1: from Merica. A veto point will go to the ones that I choose <laughs> as the winner.
0: Okay, so what Andrew's actually describing is something from, from wrestling. It's called Champion's Advantage. Effectively, a champion can lose their title by being pinned or submitted but by any other form of loss. If they're disqualified, if they're counted out, unless they are pinned or submitted, they can lose any other way. The belt will not change hands because their opponent did not defeat them. Andrew's pitching to you champion's advantage in the case of the incumbent there because they didn't lose outright. They maintained their title.
1: I, I, are you all going for or against I'm this? I'm against
0: that. That's terrible. It's a story writing crutch and it's awful. Mm, Make Bookham strong. The champion should win if you want the fucking champion to win. Don't give me this dusty finish bullshit. It's shitty. It's not how you should do it. You should go for a re-election. But neither, what, neither of them... I would kick them both fucking on. out and get two new candidates for a re-election. But, that's not on the table, so that's the next best option.
2: But what are your other options? Two. Option two. The other, the other option is to call for a re-election. Yeah. Right. And there's nothing to suggest that people will change their vote.
0: But in a world where Zane has where there is not compulsory voting, you have a chance now to have more people come in that did not vote the first time. In Australia, kind of useless because we all voted anyway.
2: How is that fair to people who have voted? They get to vote again. It's just as fair. No, 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 no. The vote was announced... Right? Yeah. This is the day we're going to vote.
0: And they failed there to are- come to a decision, so they have to redo it. They, The populace failed as much as the candidates failed in this case. Nobody came to a consensus. You have to redo it. Everyone fucked up. It's not their fault for not campaigning hard enough. It's not their fault for not looking good enough. It's the populace's fault for also being so split. And I a fault lightly, but nobody came to a consensus. There has to be one.
2: You only count the votes that are cast. You don't count non-cast votes. Of course. Right. But so so what you actually have are three results, one of which you're ignoring. It's the results, you know, the number of votes for this candidate, the number for this candidate and the number who didn't vote for either, but we're not counting that one. Yes. It's, it still exists but we're not counting that one. So of the two that you're actually counting, right? Uh, you have you know, people who support this this candidate, the incumbent, people who support the other person who You could argue a a saying we want to vote out the incumbent because we don't think they're doing a good job Mm -hmm. and we want to give this other guy a a, a try. Of those two, you also have the third group who didn't feel strongly enough that this guy should take over, but neither did they think that the incumbent should be ousted. Or they thought that their
1: vote wouldn't
2: count. So if you're t- yes but they didn't exercise their vote. They had the opportunity and they didn't do it Which, because they didn't feel strongly if enough. If there was a so, decision
0: I would agree with because they had their chance to influence it and they didn't. But because there's no decision
2: have a revote. no, no one's
0: not, making them vote the second time. They can still not vote.
2: It's not that yes but that's that's unfair to the people who did vote because you would take the results of the people who did voted over the people who didn't. And now you're saying we don't like the result that we got so everybody can try again and we can change the number of votes. It's That's not that we immoral. didn't like the
0: result that we got, is that we didn't get a result.
2: You did get a result and there was not enough support to oust the incumbent. That's the result. Just that,
1: the, but, uh, yeah, but the, that, okay, so that definitely has a favour for the incumbent. And I think that is the point of this, is that you can favour the incumbent, which just so happens to be yourself in this situation, or... You can stop playing, doing that to your microphone. Yep, it's very loud. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can, in this particular case of an exact tie, insist that there is no third option. It is one or the other. And so I think it has to be a revote. If If you weren't changing this to a two-thirds majority... I would possibly, yeah, I'd be leaning in your direction. I disagree with the, yeah,
2: the important part of option one is to favour the incumbent. Yeah, whatever the the majority level is is a, a, a separate issue.
1: Well, yeah, but, but however, that changing that across the entire government is a huge change for to, a step towards authoritarianism, where one party is basically.
2: Yes. latched into power. Incumbents are grandfathered yeah. in, and now it's more yeah. difficult to, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: in this case I'm going option number two, which is revotes, which of course is bureaucracy. <laughs> some electoral <laughs> districts are without a representative as they are stuck in perpetual revotes. Yeah. Economic growth exceeds forecasts. Closure of outreach programs leaves some in limbo. Oh no not limbo. Fewer lazy bums than ever before. Boss's note our new edition, less politics, more pictures. Okay, the biggest up is authoritarianism at point four six percent weird? Authoritarianism has gone where I'm specifically yeah. making people vote
2: against my own party. Well, no, you're denying the representation because it's not enough of a margin.
1: I accept that. That would be even okay. Then I'm happy because it would be even worse if I went for the inc- the, the incumbent option. Um, safety up, government size up, employment but, up, taxation but, well, then, up. Income up, output up, lifespan up, integrity up—all less than one percent, but greater than zero percent.
2: The reason that is dangerous to have the to have the perpetual—I mean—open up the possibility of perpetual revotes is that then you are denying everybody any representation. At least with a representative that you didn't elect, you have uh, a, a channel to voice your opinion without anybody in the seat.
1: That's true. You, 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 don't have, you
2: don't have any way to... I acknowledge to, that. ...to, to uh, what's the word? Display your displeasure with the situation.
1: I yeah. acknowledge that, but however, I think that a... Neither le- that yeah, is a good option. Yeah, leaving a region yeah. without 100% effective governance is better than embedding one party into power. And, and making it making that hard I think and again like if it was just a kind of like okay you could, in this situation we'll favour the incumbent and not change the, the the margin you need for election
2: you could also make the argument that already there is an, an embedded elite ruling everything and the fact that you have a and choice probably is. and the fact that you have a choice between the two is not an actual choice
1: but the biggest down at 1.9% corruption
2: <gasps> Saker Blue
1: Ideological radicality down 0. 0.55. Like, again, um, the downs are between 0 and 1%. There's no huge changes here except for corruption, which is down. Um, well done. I agree. Zane Australia, once again, saving the day
2: <laughs> for the whole world.
1: Uh, So that has been this episode. If you would like to find us online, we're on Facebook or on Twitter. And if you want to become one of the best people in the entire world, go to patreon.com forward slash new world order podcast. And for the measly sum of one American dollar a month or more, you can get access to all of the secret squirrel episodes that we record only, or at least firstly, for the patrons. Oh my goodness. Until next week, I've been Zane C. (laughs) Webber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane-Australia and Seb america and World-America and Andropolia, twirling forever towards an increasingly great future.
2: And Sebastian was here too. Also me, the grand cuck of Andropolia. (laughs) Until next week, you cucks.